0: Yo, I'm a bulldog. So What's up, everybody? This ticket, is <coughs> – excuse me, I'm all I'm excited tonight. Jeff dognation.com. Here on the Wednesday edition of Before the Hedges. You know, you guys know what it is. We talk to the players and prospects before they get to the hedges, before they play between the hedges. And um, first and foremost, let's all say hello. And I guess HBTFD to Jared Wilson right now. Jared Wilson. The, the offensive lineman commit out of Clemens, North Carolina, West Forsyth High School football. Jared, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm good. How about you? Good, man. <clears throat> so we got a lot of stuff to get into now. First off, um, anybody that's watching the feed, give us a like. Give us a share. Let us know where you're joining us from. Um, heck of a chance tonight. I've been walking to talk – wanting to talk to Jared for a good minute. And I guess – I think the first thing I want to start diving into, Jared, and you guys remember, get your questions ready in the feeds because after I get through with a little reporter Q&A where you guys get to know Jared a little bit, we're gonna I'm going to turn it over to you guys. And you guys got a question for Jared, uh, the next great offensive lineman at the University of Georgia. Um, fire away. That's in YouTube. That's on Facebook. But Jared, man, you're in North Carolina. For those that don't know, you guys aren't playing football right now you're online learning. I think you're practicing two days a week and looking ahead to a football season that starts in February. Jared, what's that like, man?
1: Um, It's, it's, it's different because right around this time, you know, actually this time we would be playing games and practicing in pads and, you know, going to school, you know, in person, but you know, the online school thing, it's, it, I would say it's easier, but I'd rather be in person, you know, just because I can, you know, I can get tutoring anytime I want to, and I can now, but it'd be easier in person. And then the, our workouts, yeah, we do two times a week, Mondays and Wednesdays. We have a uh, we have something called pods, you know, it's twenty five, you know, twenty five people a pod, twenty five players a pod. We do a lot of conditioning, a lot of footwork, and then this the season in the in, in February, it's it's different, but. At, at this point, I just want to play ball. Just, I don't care what time it is, what day it is, what time of the year. I just want to play some ball. That's it.
0: So, and, and I think Jared, you're finally getting to practice with a football now, right? No, no shells, no helmets, but just a football, right? And that must feel like that must feel like the Christmas turkey or something. You finally got a football on the field, right?
1: It is. It is. You know, it's it, especially for our skill guys. You know, our skill guys. We they. know they they run plays but you know it wasn't with a ball so it was was, everything was against air now the skill guys have a ball you know they get to move around you know catch something but us offensive linemen we're still doing our our regular drills and our conditioning and our agility so
0: and i I, i'm gonna just kind of connect a and b here together so so jared first of all man you got a tough decision in front of you it's almost like your last year of high school football, which is special, you can enroll early. I mean, man, I'm, I'm 40 plus years old. And I still think about my last seasons in my last year of high school football, those memories, you've got to decide whether a, you want to enroll at Georgia in January, or then you want to go through a, I think it's a February to April football season. I think it's seven games. And then the playoffs and there's so many things, man, that goes through my mind about that. It's almost like, first off, you could potentially be playing football in April, May, and then a couple months later, report to Georgia in June. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's back-to-back on your body. I mean, can you just take us through, like, how hard this decision is going to be? It's almost like choosing between your present and your future.
1: Yeah. Um, me and my mother, we – me and my mom are really close. Like, we're like – like glue. We're just – we're stuck together. We won't ever come apart, but we've been talking about me enrolling or staying and playing my senior season for a very, very, very long time. Um, One, you know, we've looked at pros and cons of it. You know, I have a little brother, his name, uh, his name is Marcus Wilson. He is a, he's a rising, he's a freshman now. Um, He might play varsity this year. So that is very important to me, you know, playing with, playing with my little brother. I've never played on a a sports team with any of my brothers and I have three, three younger brothers so that is a very important thing to me but also, you know, enrolling in the, at the University of Georgia, you know, getting started with school early with my classes and you know, getting getting equipped with the uh, with the playbook and you know, getting around the guys, you know, getting in the weight room, the and all the conditioning, it's also a factor. But, you know, playing my senior season is just it's really it's very 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 important because you know, you, you only get one of those. You don't you don't go back to high school two, three times. You only get one senior season, you know, one, you know, 4 years of football with, with high school and it's it's the relationships you build is it's ridiculous, you know, with coaches and players, you know, so it's, it's lifelong relationships with there.
0: It sounds like that's neck and neck right there. There's big pros and big cons with that and it sounds like you'll have to pray about it and think about it and maybe talk to your brother about it and see how eager you are to play football, I guess, in January, I guess.
1: Mhm. Yes sir.
0: So, so Jared, first thing I want to, you know, and if I'm not identifying you as a young man first, and not a, and not a big time prospect, then I've, I've missed my rep, and I'm doing, I'm doing something wrong. I, I know a lot about you. I've been r- ready to write a lot about you for a long time now. But like, first of all, the decommitment from my perspective, what I've learned, and you guys remember, Jared committed to Georgia and Sam Pittman, I think it was last October, last November, if I've got that right. And then you were basically at Georgia every weekend. Mm -hmm. And you were like, hoorah, you know, go dogs, Yes, sir. You were probably doing all that stuff. Uh, And then, you know, Sam, it's funny, he's playing this week, Arkansas. He's now the head coach. But it kind of triggered you a chance to think about, well, did I make the right decision? What did I do? man, North Carolina is recruiting like gangbusters. I know they put a big press on you and you actually committed to them. But if, if I've got this story right, Jared, the reason why you initially be committed was because you didn't want to talk to other schools while well, you were committed to one school because you just didn't think that was right. Now, do I have that story correct? Like, I know a lot of dudes that do it a totally different way. Jared, why did you do that your way?
1: I did it my way. You know, the way I grew up was is if my mom, my mom taught me that, you know, if I say anything or if I, if I commit to something in this case, commit to, commit to Georgia, you're all in, you don't go back to anything else. You don't talk to anything about anybody else. You, you're all in with whatever you're doing. So, you know, I took that back to the roots of, you know, my childhood and now brought it to this case. So, and, and, University of The University of North Carolina is a great school. They've got a great, you know, great history. They've got great players. They've got a, a definitely, definitely a great future. But with me, I was committed to Georgia, and then I was talking to other schools such as the University of North Carolina. I just didn't really feel committed at that time, and I and I thought it wasn't the right thing that I was doing. So that is the reason why I did, did commit in the first place.
0: So you fall in love with North Carolina, you commit. And here's the part where I think is really intriguing – Um, And I don't even know the answer to this. I'm curious to see what your answer is. Do you think COVID maybe changed your recruiting a little bit? Because, like, I'm thinking if I'm in your shoes, if I was a North Carolina Tar Heel living in North Carolina, and I know great momentum in that class, you probably would have been there every weekend, every junior day, hanging out with the coaches, hanging out with your boys, developing bonds. But then I guess did COVID give you a chance to stop back and think and assess which made you hit the pause button when you're recruiting again. Yes, it did.
1: You know, with the, when, when COVID hit, it was kind of a, it was, yeah, this is the word. It was kind of, it was a scare for me, you know, for me and my family and also my recruitment. So um, when COVID hit, it was like, gave me a little scare. I was like, Oh, I really want to stay close to my family. Now I need to stay close to my brothers and my family and and make sure that they are okay. But you know, as, as time went on, me and my mother talked and, and some things happened and, you know, she sat down and said, you need to do what is best for you. I have the boys, I have I have it all. I've got it. And I, and I said, OK. And, you know, we sat down and talked about a lot, a lot of things. She said one of the main things she told me, she was like, you've lived here your whole life. You don't want to stay here and, and continue to live there. And North Carolina is a great state. University of North Carolina is a great school. But she said there's so many other opportunities out in the world. You know, I, she says she tells me this. She still tells me this, actually, because you are bigger than North Carolina, the this, this state, not the university. But you are bigger than the state of North Carolina. Jared, you have she says that I have great potential. And I believe that I do. And there's other opportunities elsewhere in, 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 you know, in the world.
0: Wow Wow I'm sure she's gonna get taken care of every mother's day right That sounds like a very special lady yes sir that's like a that's like a, I mean that's a like a six foot nine 330 pound left tackle in your corner right there with all that wisdom um, Jared what would you what, can you put your finger on maybe the biggest reason why Georgia overtook North Carolina and you went back to your original commitment? I think your boy coach Snow told me that, I think he fell in love with his first kiss or his first love again. The man can really have fun with a conversation, but was that it? Did you fall back in love with Georgia with all the things you liked about it before from the new staff and Coach Luke kind of
1: sharing that with you and building a new bond? Me and Coach Luke, um, when he he was first hired, um, he really focused on the 2020 class. But then, you know, as COVID hit and I was committed to North Carolina, the recruitment – for Coach Luke, it snapped. We talked every day. We talked on the phone, FaceTime. We had the whole offensive staff. They would get on the FaceTime. Um, it was everything. I talked to Coach Smart every day for about a month. I would talk with the defensive coaches. It's, you know, it, it was just like, wow. It's like, wow. My mom also realized that she would tell me every day that, Jared, they are in love with you, and I know that you are in love with them. I was like, Yes. Yes, I am. So at the end of it, uh, we've we, you know the, talking about the um, when I'm that I'm bigger than you know North Carolina and there's other opportunities in Atlanta, Georgia. They it, it's like it's like the Hollywood but on the East Coast, you know yeah. all the movies and the, and the and the stars there. There's so many opportunities that I can have, you know, if I don't make it to the NFL, you know. So that was one of the, also another key factor that you know, that caused me to flip. Jared, what do you want to study? Uh, right now, I want to study communications.
0: Listen, folks, I want everybody to give me a make sense. I mean, you can listen to this dude talk for five minutes and realize that he can, he could have a future in communications. It's kind of like Javon Bullard. He's another guy that wants to be a broadcaster in your uh, mm-hmm. 2021 recruiting class. He wants, he's pretty good behind the camera too, or in front of the camera. Um, Jared, was this the hardest thing you've ever had to do? Admitting, flipping, flipping back, telling North Carolina, how hard was that? Was that the hardest thing to do of your young life? Uh,
1: the hardest thing I've ever done in my seventeen years of living. I'm only seventeen. I'm a young man. I'm a, I'm a kid. I want to stay a kid. But though that decision right there, uh, that was a, is a very an adult decision. You know, it's not a four year decision, but it is a forty year decision. You know, this decision will impact you not uh, for the next four or five years, but your whole life, you know, so, yeah.
0: Jared, what's the biggest single reason why you're a Bulldog?
1: Can you put your finger on one reason why? My mom. Simple as that. Two words, my mom.
0: Your mom. Your mom gave it the blessing, right?
1: Beyond that. She saw what you saw, right? And she verified what you're feeling, huh? She saw what I didn't see. She saw what I didn't see. Let's let's throw a shout out to mom here in the chat. What's your mom's name again? My name is Allie Wilson. A L L I E and Wilson. W I L Allie
0: Wilson. So, so one day, folks, when when Jared's all SEC and he's pancaking dudes, and man, you can play center, I think, too. You can play guard or center at Georgia. Somebody better hang up a, a banner that says, you know, God bless you, Allie Wilson, for talking talking to our boy, Jared. Yes. She um, yes, she is everything. So, I, the last one, I, I, you guys have it the rest. You just got such a good story. The last thing I want to ask you about is I'm going to take you back to your freshman year. Um, you're 6'2", 270. I think it's February of your freshman year. And you're talking with your coach, Coach Adrian Snow. First of all, a guy like Adrian Snow has got to be a good dude, right? I mean, that's just a classic Hollywood character football coach name. And he's like, you're like, Coach, I can throw it down. I can dunk. And he's like, what? He's like, let's go to the gym. Let's go see. And he basically, he thought it was a candy bar. He said, I'll bet you a candy bar if you can do that. And um, I think it ended up becoming breakfast. But he said, I want to see you dunk. And then before he can get his phone ready, you go up there and flush it. And then he's like, can you do it again for me? And from there, he sent that video out, and then your recruiting was on. Is that – take me back to that, man. That got to be a crazy moment in your life.
1: Um, it was It was very crazy. Um, I told him that I could – I don't know how the conversation started, but I told him that I could do it, and I did it, and he videotaped it, and he sent it to everybody, I guess. And then he was like – I think it was probably like maybe maybe a month later, um, he told me that – he's like, some schools want to talk to you. I was like – I was like, what what do you mean by I'm a freshman at this time. I don't know anything about recruiting or anything. I'm just I just I'm I'm a freshman. I'm just trying to, you know, get acclimated to high school and high school football. So he says, you know, some schools want to talk to you. I was like, like, schools, what do you mean? What, what do you mean by schools? She's like, some schools, like some colleges. I was like, Oh. And the first college I ever talked to was Wake Forest and they were on me pretty heavy and, and from when they talked to me from from the now, it's it's been it's been hectic. <laughs>
0: So, Jared, I want to roll through some comments and questions. Uh, John Paul Levito says, thank you, Mrs. Alley. You have an outstanding young man. Um, Jermaine Dunbar says, Mrs. Wilson, must respect showing him his calling. Uh, Jay Squillis has called her a five-star mom. (laughs) Uh, Travis McCullough, love this young man's attitude. Van Alexander, so happy you're a dog. Jay Squillis, love this kid. Uh, Jared, you made the right choice. Great character. Um, This is a good one from Matt Talley. I don't know if you know about Solomon Kinley. Maybe you saw him play last year. But he said, this guy is underrated. He's going to be a good one. I think Kinley was a three-star, too. Um, If you put in the work, Kirby will put you in his lineup. And he has a go-dogs. He drops a go-dogs. So he compares you to a guy that started his first ever game in the NFL. Um, Mm -hmm. That's what Solomon Kinley did. Um uh man lots of stuff five star mom uh they want to know I got one Jared what's your favorite thing to eat near and dear to alignment's heart what's your favorite thing to eat
1: favorite favorite thing or meal which one is it meal or meal is probably steak salad and some broccoli you just can't beat that and some broccoli, huh?
0: And they do. You have a favorite television show or Netflix stream show? What is that?
1: Netflix is probably right now. It's The Flash. I love The Flash. I, 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 The Flash and Green Arrow. I got hooked on both of those instantly.
0: My son's watching that right now, man. He's went through all of them with like Professor Zoom and Thrawn and huh. Boomerang, Mirror Master, and Weather Wizard, and, I mean, all these guys. I mean, The Flash has got more bad guys than anybody. Like, he's got a bad guy for every alphabet letter.
1: Yeah, man. Good show. Great show.
0: Um, Let's see. Facebook there. I see Facebook. Let me see what YouTube has to say tonight. Um, Mike D has a question for you. He wants to know, other than your mom, who inspires you?
1: My little brothers, probably. Not probably, but yes, my little brothers,
0: folks. His little brothers. I think one of them is going to be a lineman. That's the youngest. One of them's like a safety. That's the freshman. And then you've got another lineman that's in the seventh grade. Is that? Do I got all those brothers right? Yes, you do. Wow. And um, uh, Montez Cole says, "Flash is my show too." Um, a dog fan for life wants to know your bench and squat. What's your bench and squat?
1: My bench, I have the last. That was a year ago. The last time I maxed out, my bench was three three sixty five, and my squat. Ooh, I don't remember my squat actually. I don't think I've ever maxed out on a squat. Coach, you know this. Uh, doesn't have a squat because it's so dangerous on
0: our back. Done power cleans. Do you guys do that at West Forsyth? Is that a better lift for you guys? Yes. We What's do. your power clean right
1: now? Uh. uh I think it was three – last year I did it. It was 325 I did, 325 wow. I think.
0: Um, Montez Cole wants to know, what's your current weight and size? Let me, let me see, Six three and a half, three twenty. 320, is that about right? Six three 1⁄2", 335. 330. How's this been, man? Do you feel like you're in good shape to play or how long do you think it would take you to actually play? I mean, I think I'm Six weeks? Game
1: now i've been working out with my trainer his name is malcolm marshall and we do it all we we lift weights we do a whole bunch of body weight stuff he has me doing a whole bunch of stretches it's he's he's got me he cut me he cut excuse me he got me down on the weight he's got me faster quicker it's just everything that i've been working out with him i've gotten so so much better of a player
0: Jared, we're making some new fans for you right here. Um, Brian McPhail says Jared is going to make a name for himself. Robert DeFelice says this guy does not sound like a teenager, very impressive young man. Uh, right. Rhett Wom- Womack, uh, you, got a, you got a thumbs up from Rhett, it looks like here. Great head on this young man. Glad he's a DGD. Um, Jared, you got a prediction for the game on, uh, on Saturday? That's going to be like Pittman's your guy, but – you got a prediction about how things are going to go on Saturday? I think we're we'll going to run it down their throat. That's the, I think that's going to happen. We're just going to run it. <laughs> okay. You, you, Jared, this is crazy. We got some Connecticut, Georgia fans lining up on the chat right now. Mm-hmm. Robert uh, DeFelice wants to know um, first of all, he says, Welcome to the family. Uh, first thing he wants to know is what are you most looking forward to when you finally get to Athens?
1: getting to work just getting getting acclimated to it all just uh, I love pressure now, that's when I that's when I I strive the most that's when I play the best is under pressure you know just put it all on me and I'll, and I'll make it work
0: um so his second question what is your biggest skill off the football field got a got a talent got a does Jared's got talent what, what, what do you got Play basketball. Basketball. Um. Let me see. That's all face. That's all of YouTube. Let me jump back. Uh, you guys got a question for Jared? Uh, Pop it in real fast. Um. Lots of people are having fun now. Now, folks, I, we're gonna write about him again because I try to write about these young men at least once a month, even when they're committed. There's a picture of Jared in his freshman year. I don't know if you you know what I'm talking about. You take a picture in front of a door, and it's a yeah. green door, and you literally, I mean, you literally eclipse the door almost, man. That's yeah. Uh, Jared, what's your favorite part of playing football? Is there a favorite play? Is there a favorite uh, the block favorite part of- that you prefer more than any other? What's your favorite part of playing football?
1: I can. Beat the person in front of me up and not get in trouble for it.
0: <laughs> Always a good answer. Uh, Chris uh, Slim White wants to know uh, what's your game day music. You got a game day hype jam? What, what's in your ears before a game?
1: I mean, really anything. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't play too hype of a music because I don't want to get me riled up too much. Then probably young boy, some Drake, uh Migos. Those are probably my top three right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you know uh Migos, you know, you know, he is a big time Georgia fan. Have you seen him on the sidelines yet?
1: Yes, I have. Uh it was at the, the Notre Dame. The Notre Dame game, pretty sure.
0: Yeah. Um Let's see. John Paul Avito has another question. Uh, You know, Jared, some kids have been doing – some guys have been doing these kind of self-guided visits where they just show up in Athens, hang out with some other commits, um, walk around campus. I mean, I think you've still been to Georgia more than any other school, even Carolina. Is that something you think you might want to do to take another look at Georgia, hang out with some of the guys even though you can't go on campus and
1: hang with the coaches? I mean, what are you thinking there? Uh, yes. I've actually recently just thought about that. I was actually, after this, I was going to talk to my mom about it to see when, you know, we could just go down there you know, me, my, me and my family and and my grandpa just go down there and just have a good time and maybe see some other recruits down there as well.
0: So I know you're in the group chat. You've been in the group chat. Now the group chat now back in the group chat, like, (laughs) who do you want to add to this class? Is there a guy that you're like, you know, you know, you going to lock on and try to bring him in the class. Who's if you had to take two or three names that I know the coaches give you names to talk to?
1: Who are the names that you'd, you'd love to add to the class? Well, one person, Marius, Marius Mims, need him. That's that's a big dude. That is a really big dude.
0: Um, Jay has a question. Uh, wants to know any good advice from Coach Luke? Or I guess I'll broaden the question and say. How is Coach Luke already helping you become a better player when you're not even playing for him yet?
1: Mm, that is a very good question. Um honestly we talk about so much. Um we I can't remember what we did. We did something. I'm gonna be honest, I can't answer that question. <laughs> What's he
0: like then? What's he like? He,
1: what he's, he's like a he's a big kid. He's a big kid. He's the adult. He's a big version. kid. As I say, he's real. He's always hype on the sideline. He's always riled up. He's always, you know, he's always hitting you. He's always making sure you, you know, you're happy. He's always checking on you, making sure everything's okay, making sure your family's okay. Yeah, he's a real good dude. I love him. Love him.
0: How would you compare? One guy told me it's kind of like, and this guy likes Star Wars. He said, so Pittman was like Yoda, but but then but then Coach Luke is kind of like Luke Skywalker. They're both amazing at what they do. They're just different types of guys. They're both great coaches, great line coaches, great recruiters, great men, but they're, they're sort of the same, but they're different. And I know that maybe doesn't sound like very convincing of an argument, but do you get the same sort of feel from Luke as Pittman or was it different from you?
1: Um, in terms of coaching, a uh, coaching point, I get this same feel, I get, which is very important to me. And also, the another feeling that I get is he's really, he's a family guy. Pittman, he is a family guy like no other. And you know, it's, and when I started talking to Luke, he would talk to my mom all the time, and I instantly oh, knew. Why? I was like, oh yeah, yes, yes. If, if don't just recruit me, recruit my family and my mother. That is the thing. <laughs>
0: Jared, people are listening, man. I got another question for you that's like, uh want to know, can you still dunk? Of course. Of course. Also, uh, Clarence Dawson wants to know, your favorite NFL player and your favorite NFL team?
1: Uh, probably a player is Tyron Smith, left tackle for the Cowboys. And favorite team, it's a, it's a family thing, so I guess the Cowboys.
0: Would you say the Panthers? Is that what you said? Cowboys, Cowboys, gotcha. I'm sure you saw that game on Sunday, right? Unbelievable, right?
1: What What were the Falcons doing? It's, I don't know. It's, it's the Falcons. You no, know? they blowing leaves and everything. They do.
0: Jared, you. This is my last question. Um, and, and folks, you know, hey, before you get gone, let's uh, you know make sure we thank Jared for his time on the feed and everything. But are you fortunate that you were able to do so much advanced work on your recruiting as a junior? You know, some guys don't even really start visiting until January, February, March of their junior year. Mm -hmm. Can, can you imagine what what that would have been like for you if you would have not, can you imagine what that would have been like if you would have not done all your advanced homework on your decision and you were kind of stuck right now, never knowing what it's like inside Sanford stadium or, Mm-hmm. That trying would, on the jersey how tough would that have been
1: it would have been very tough uh it would have probably it would have probably thrown me in so many circles and it, it would probably have been the most stressful thing ever but my mom made sure that you know we did our homework really really early in our all and early on in my recruitment to make sure I made the right decision in the at the end of it all so yeah and i and I made I know I made the right decision
0: There you have it, folks. Jared Wilson, I mean, I can tell you he's an offensive lineman, but you wouldn't believe me unless we had the big body and the big frame up there. He sounds like he is a, uh, I don't know, maybe one of those linebacker, middle linebacker guy that calls the defense. He certainly can play center and set the protections up and everything else like that. Um, Something about Georgia. They get more and more of these players that have quarterback, running back, interview game uh, out of the offensive line. And one of the things we try to do here on Before the Hedges is we try to – no cap. We try to turn the volume up on all the players, not just the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the running backs too. Especially those big uglies, those guys in the trenches on the O line. And Jared from everybody at Dog Nation, everybody on Before the Hedges tonight that's watching. Excellent job tonight, man. And I'll see you later, buddy. Thanks for hanging out with us a little bit.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Go Dogs.
0: All right, guys. That was Jared Wilson. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I mean You guys are just joining us. You know who that dude is. That was Jared Wilson, the guy who committed to Georgia in November under Sam Pittman. Uh, Decommitted, I believe, um, early in 2021 um, during the transition. Committed to North Carolina, his home state, North Carolina. During COVID, he came back to Georgia, committed to Georgia. Now steadfastly committed to Georgia. Got a great mom and Mrs. Allie Wilson as well being coached by great young, great men there at um, West Forsyth High School in Clemens, North Carolina. Um, Adrian Snow is his head coach. Got a chance to talk to him a lot. And, folks, quick reset on that situation. They are still in online school. They are still just practicing two days a week. They just got a ball, and their season will be from February to April of spring of 2021. Um, only a very few Georgia commits. I think Jamon Dumas Johnson and Brock Bowers are the only current Georgia commits, um, right now that are not at least practicing or playing, you know, full blown games in football as well. Good start. Great start to a game week tonight. Uh, lots of things to get to. We still got a few staples to run through right now, but first, as always before the Hedges is brought to you by our partners at Kroger. Um, now's about the time in our show where you get your special message from Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. All right, guys, we're back. That's great stuff from Kroger. Get your groceries, get that click list, pull into that line in front of your favorite Kroger and let them do the rest. Um. Another Wednesday night, that means we turn to our normal food groups we're going to cover. I got something I want to get to uh, tonight that I will uh, speed through a little bit on what we're talking about because uh, everybody remembers game weeks. Remember those six-pack, those Dog Nation six-pack trivia um, where we're asking about a bunch of questions related a little bit to the first game of the season. We're going to do that tonight for the first time in quite a while, probably first time since COVID, Um But one of the things we're going to do is we're going to get to that in just a second. First of all, um, let's look through – let's kind of speed through it this week. I want to take a look at your current – the current um, commitments for the Georgia class. Um, You see there not – still Georgia is number 11 nationally. Still 15 public commits. Really nobody moved up or down at all. Just slight deviations up or down. Jackson Meeks down there at the very end had the biggest jump. Um, you see Jared Wilson down there um, out of uh, West Forsyth high school in North Carolina, who we just spoke to all evening long. He is the nation's number uh, 21 offensive guard and number 391 overall prospect folks. Let me let you in on a little secret. There are not 20 offensive guards in the country better than that. Jared Wilson dude right there. Um, top targets uh, for this week. Uh, we start at number 10, uh, Going to roll through these a little bit. Got number 10, Dallas Turner. That's the Alabama commitment, the outside linebacker. Number nine, Donovan Edwards. You learned a little bit about him over the last couple weeks. Donovan now plans to make his decision after his senior season. They're playing in Michigan again right now. Um, You've got Schmile Munden Jr., number eight, out of Paulding County, Dallas, Georgia. Uh, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins is at number seven. That's the big defensive tackle out of Gaffney. uh, South Carolina, number six is uh, Mason Smith. That's the five-star D tackle out of Terrebonne High School in uh, Houma, Louisiana. Um, Flipping the page to our number five team, number five uh, top target for 2021, Xavier Sori, who was just named an All-American last week, picked up his All-American bowl jersey. Number four is Nyland Green out of Newton High School. They're playing. He's had a big start to his season so far. Um, Number three, a guy that picked up his All-American jersey tonight, um, that was Terry and Arnold out of John Paul Catholic in Tallahassee. Number two, Corey Foreman. Everybody knows Corey Foreman, the number one player in the country uh, out of Corona, California. Uh, number one, Amarius Mims, Bleckley County, Cochran, Georgia. Neat little segue here we can go in these expected announced decision timelines for priority Georgia targets. Uh, Kamari Lassiter uh, this is a three-star cornerback out of Alabama. It's still kind of up in the air. Uh, Tyrion Ingram Dawkins, his latest uh, estimation is October. Uh, Shamar Turner, big defensive lineman, defensive end, now up to 285 pounds out of Soto High School in Texas. October, November for him. You heard Amarius Mims. That was the guy that Jared Wilson has to have in the class for his O-line room. He makes his commitment known on October the 14th. Nylon Green still, to me, uh, to me strikes me as a guy from what I've been hearing. What he's told me is the guy that would make like to make his decision at least in three or four more weeks from now, something like that at the earliest Um, Donovan Edwards. I think he's going to make his decision in December after his senior year, senior season, small London junior, same thing there. Another potential early enrollee for Georgia, Uh, Mason Smith, Zavian, sorry, Corey Foreman. I think all those guys will be early signing period day one guys um, on December the 16th. And lastly, Terry and Arnold, you know, I see him as a December, February type guy, most likely the traditional national signing day. Um, remember the big news last week is the NCA has postponed and delayed extended the day pe- dead period. That means no face-to-face recruiting, whether it's on campus or off campus until at least January the 1st, that's going to be delayed a little bit longer because teams are going to still be in their seasons. Teams are still going to be trying to play their bowl games Traditionally, a dead period doesn't open until the first or second weekend after the national championships in January. Be very interesting to see what happens with all that. I want to um, move to a new staple this week, and this is a quick graphic. Uh, Michael, back at our studio, can flash for you guys. It's a 2021 recruiting breakdown. What I wanted to really quickly do is give you guys a snapshot so you can see You know, what's the in-state recruiting, the out-of-state recruiting look like? Right now, Georgia has seven in-state commits. They have seven out-of-state public commits. But we got to throw an asterisk on that one right there for the out-of-state commitments. Georgia natives, boarding schools, both of those guys are actually at the academy from Georgia, but they're playing in Florida. Um, So that number could either be – Nine, nine to six or uh, seven to eight. Um, the other thing to look at is what I always look at is that our prospects inside the SCC footprint or outside the SEC footprint. Um, and when you see that right there, you see that um, George has 12 guys inside the SCC footprint. The only three that are beyond the SCC th- footprint right now, um, you've got, um, Brock Bowers out in California. You got Jamon Dumas Johnson in Maryland. And you've also got uh, Dijon Nugget Warren out of Maryland as well. Um, So that's the recruiting breakdown. You got a snapshot. You got your top targets. You got your commitment list. You got your expected um, TBDs. And now we're going to talk about – I'm going to call this – it feels like a 12-pack because we got a lot of material to sort through right now, but – Uh, I'm going to call it maybe a a 12-pack because this is a new season. These are some new numbers. I'm going to throw you guys a quick quick question, and I want everybody's answer, Um, and we'll try to move through these quickly. But this is some homework I'm trying to give you guys out there for your game day watching. We're going to call it one of our old-fashioned six-packs or 12-packs. Here's the premise. I'm going to give you a jersey number, and I want everybody, stay off Google, stay off GeorgiaDogs.com. And it's stayoffdognation.com just this once. And I want you to see if who, who, who can pull out these jersey numbers for all these new faces on the Georgia roster um, just by what they know right now. The first number I'm going to throw out to you guys is number 17. I want you to tell me who is number 17. If you're watching those practice clips and those Georgia football scrimmage clips where they, they got some – action on the on the gridiron and action on the field. You see number 17 streaking across the field. I want to know out there who knows who number 17 is. Tristan West, Robert D Felice, you guys are good because you're telling me about Number 17 on the defensive side of the ball. Of course, that's N'Kobe Dean. Let me dial in that question a little bit better. Who's number 17 on the offensive side of the ball? Everybody's got N'Kobe Dean. Uh, Randy Payne's got N'Kobe Dean. Uh, Jay Squillis, uh, somebody, some guys are getting it right. I think Facebook's on it a little bit faster. Everybody knows that number 17, the wide receiver is freshman, early enrollee, Jarrett, excuse me, Justin Robinson. Um, Number, the second, second number I got for you is I want you to tell me who is number 88. Who's number 88 on the defensive side of the ball now for Georgia? Bet you're going to see that Jersey a lot in 2020, who is number eighty eight? Emory David Davis. Uh, now see you're gonna you're gonna look like smart dog fans. Smart Dog Nation fans at the tailgate or your home gate or in front of your buddy's house in front of the big screen or even in Arkansas uh, in Fayetteville on Saturday, you get these jerseys right. Number 88 is Jalen Carter, the five-star defensive tackle. In the two deep already at D-tackle, I think he could have a Trayvon Walker and then some type freshman year for Georgia. That's how talented he is especially since some of the other offensive schemes will have to deal with trying to block Trayvon Walker at the same time. Um, next guy on the list. I want you, I want to know how much you know about the uh 2020 uh, 20 team. I want you to tell me who is number 96. Do you know who number 96 is and why in the world is Jeff asking you about number 96? Number 96, um, actually a special teamer. Uh, that would be the red shirt sophomore kicker, Jack. Let me make sure I get that name right. I know I don't want to pull a Brandon Adams here on, on me right here. He's from Glen Academy, redshirt sophomore, Jack Podlesny. Um, looks like right now, if I had to put a Coca-Cola on it, I would probably say that Jack might be your kickoff man and your uh, starting kicker on Saturday. Been a big battle there between Jack, homegrown Georgia boy, and then the scholarship kicker uh, for 2021. That would be number 96. Go ahead and get used to that name. Excuse me, number 99. Get used to that name. That is Jared Zirkle as well. Um, This guy right here, I think you're going to see him in the end zone quite a lot. I want you to tell me who is number seven. Number seven on the offensive side of the ball now for the University of Georgia. Matt Talley, I'm not joking, man. Number 96 might be your kicker, might be the heir apparent to hot Rod Blankenship at kicker. He does not have any rec specs. Um, Reginald Johnson, how are you? Corey York, you know what time it is, Corey York. York. So does, I believe, Emory Davis. Everybody knows number seven, that new number seven on the Georgia roster to be One, Jermaine Burton. Next up, I want you to tell me who number zero is. First of all, first time in NCAA history they're allowing zero jersey numbers. I want you to tell me who number zero is for the Georgia Bulldogs now. I see a Facebook comment. I see a couple guy, guys jumping on that. They know what they're talking about. Robert DeFelice, Rhett Womack, Elite GB. Everybody knows that's the five-star, six-foot-seven, and a, probably a half, 256 pounds, 262 pounds, Darnell Washington. Um, <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows the five-stars, right? I got one for you, number 18. Who is number 18 for your Georgia Bulldogs on Saturday?
1: <laughs> Philip
0: Jordan-Wells has got a, a hashtag zero tolerance for uh, Darnell Washington. Some people are breaking up. a. I see that. Uh, number 18 on the offensive side of the ball, guys. Reginald Johnson calls him Las Vegas assault. I'm um, surprised. Facebook. Uh, Facebook's starting to get some of the names. Uh, Yeah, I see it now. We got a lot of USC fans, I guess, around there. Number 18 uh, is JT Daniels. Uh, Number 18 is JT Daniels. Quarterback, five-star USC transfer. Uh, Got a couple more I want to make sure you guys know. Number 81, I want you to tell me who number 81 is for the Georgia Bulldogs. That's another new name, offensive side of the ball, uh, that will be making some plays for Georgia in 2020. String Gene, you're right. Um, Brett Scyther and JT Daniels. I guess I tried to give it away for 18 by saying who's the new guy in uh, number 18. Number 81, I see Jay Biggs on it. I see Rhett Womack is on it. Let me see if anybody on Facebook has got it dialed in. Number 81 is Marcus, Marcus Rosamy, Jack Saint. He added a hyphen in Jackson, Jack Saint to his, to his official name on the Georgia Bulldogs roster. Number 81, that's your freshman freshman wide receiver. Um, got two more. Hope you guys are – is anybody perfect so far? Has anybody got them right? Is anybody crashing and burning and failing miserably right now here on Before the Edges? Please let me know. Um, the last two numbers I got for you is number 75. I think that's a big number. I think you folks will have to learn that number on offense, a potential starter number 75 who out there on Facebook or before the hedges or YouTube knows who number 75 is. (laughs) <laughs> Rhett Womack, I think you're funny. You misspell Pudlesny. Oh, man. You, did you add an extra extra L into there? Yeah, Ryan Smarik's got it right. Anikime uh, Udoko. Hope I got that right. Uh, A-U. Um, that is Owen Condon. Owen Condon. Last but not least, number 87. Offensive side of the ball. Who knows who's going to be wearing number eighty-seven this year for the Georgia Bulldogs? I bet. I mean, I, I should do this tomorrow on cover four for it with everybody because I don't know how well Brandon and Mike and Connor would do it on all, all these jerseys as well. Mike D uh, says everybody's watching the videos too much. That's funny. Uh, Robert D. Felice says Tyler Simmons is still on side. Um, Xavier Kelly's got it right. Correct. Trey McKitty probably not going to play this week. Kirby Smart even said that on, uh, earlier this week, uh, transfer, uh, transfer tied in Trey McKitty out of Florida state. Last but not least, I'll give you a free one. Number 15. Uh, Um, we'll give you a a five second chance to get in, in your speed round. Tell me who number 15 is for Georgia. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Womack, just like that. That's Carson Beck. That You got that answer out about as fast as Carson Beck rips that ball, pipes that ball over down the middle for everybody. Um, Guys, another great before the hedges. You guys got any questions? Toss them my way. I'll, I'll, I'm going to tee up about two or three minutes so you guys can uh, ask away. First of all, I got to ask you a question. Who all's going to the game? What's everybody doing on Saturday? Are you hanging with friends? Are you home gating? Are you making your way down there? You got a buddy, a friend of a friend that's going to be among those chosen sainted 25,000 that gets to see those red britches in person. Woodford, ribs, and watching the dogs. That's what Justin Justin going to do. Sam Hazeltine. Robbie McCullough is grilling and watching the dogs. Uh, Shelton Tucker, uh, Carson Beck's number is number uh, 15. Ken Butler, how are you? Um. <clears throat> All right, guys. Hey, man. Hope you guys enjoyed Jerry Wilson one last time. If you saw anything on this program you liked, we made you laugh. You were amazed and stunned by how well Rhett and Womack was ripping off those jersey numbers. And he promised me he was not going to do that by looking at georgiadogs.com, the official roster, or Googling anything like that. So if that was cre- clearly off the cup from Mr. Womack, then we got to give you a uh, for the hedges tip of the cap right there. Guys, we're finally here. We're finally at game week. We got cover for tomorrow on Dog Nation, 7.30. You got Brandon, Connor, myself, and Mike. We're going to be talking predictions tomorrow. We're going to get some of those season on the record predictions from all these knowledgeable scribes that populate the pages of dognation.com. Hope everybody is feeling as blessed and is happy to have reached this point. Game week, first SEC game of the season. Every SEC game is basically going to be a good one. No cupcakes, wall to wall. I know dudes that are telling me they're going to watch 12 hours of television. They're going to have three TVs set up in different portions of their house just so they move around. Anyway, guys, hope everybody enjoyed Jared Wilson. Hope everybody give us a like as we kind of say adieu tonight. But um, remember guys you got Brandon Adams in the morning, 10 AM. You got cover Four live tomorrow at seven 30. We're going to do some predictions. Hope you guys all enjoyed Jared Wilson. Hope you guys have a very blessed week and is it saturday yet yeah. can't wait for it look for all the content and all the coverage still to come on the pages of DogNation.com. i'm jeff Centel. we'll see everybody later on dog nation let's go
1: i'm a bulldog so george who won't pick it i love the family atmosphere and the way they handle the business education is important trying to reach the next level i want the best in life i never settle